Last week, you were chatting with your friend Katya on the phone when she casually mentioned that she made a new friend at yoga. You didn't think much of it until today when Katya tells you that she and yoga friend are now considering a weekend getaway. Now, your mouth said, oh, okay, that sounds fun. But your brain thought, what the heck is happening? While we may not admit it, it can be hard to see our friends befriend others. Sure, we want to be mature and feel totally unbothered, but we sometimes can't help but wonder if we're being replaced and we find ourselves suddenly questioning the security of our friendship. So how do we cope? Today, I'm walking you through some of the toxic thoughts we tend to have when our best friend makes a new friend. I'm going to walk you through some mindsets you can adopt to override those toxic responses. We'll talk about the quick do's and don'ts of how to respond when your friend makes new friends. And finally, I'll share the three signs that you actually should be concerned about your friend's new blossoming friendship with someone new. So if you're ready to learn how to not lose your mind when your bestie cozies up to a new woman, then keep listening because we're about to go there. This is Friend Forward, the podcast. And if you're having girl problems, we got you. I'm Danielle Byer Jackson, a certified friendship coach, and I am here to help you through it. Right before uh, popping in my closet to record this episode, I asked my husband in the hallway, I, I filled him in on the episode and asked him what his response would be. I want you to take a listen. So the show today is like how you handle it when your best friend starts befriending somebody else. And you know, like you feel silly for feeling a little jealous, but you still feel a little jealous. What would you do? If my guy friend was hanging up, um, what would I do? Um... I start hanging out with somebody else just to make him jealous and that makes him come right back to me. Got him. Okay. Needless to say, he won't be co-hosting the show with me because he's got some internal work to do. (laughs) So while he gets that together, let's jump into uh, a couple healthy, helpful responses. You know, as we talk about this, the subject today, um, feeling uncomfortable when a close friend befriends somebody new, I can't help but think of this one particular scene in the most recent season of Insecure. Okay, if you don't watch Insecure, just just bear with me. If you do, you know where I'm going with this. Okay, remember when Issa befriends Condola at the very beginning, and they start to kind of like get buddy buddy, and they have you know the same sense of humor and the same interests. But Molly, who is Issa's existing best friend is seeing how Issa begins to bring Condola's name up in conversations and refer to her more often and they're having lunches now and Molly despite the history and familiarity that Molly and Issa have Molly still finds herself feeling a little uh, uncomfortable with it a little threatened by it a little irritated and remember that scene for those of you who watch the show when Molly um, walks in on Issa and Condola, you know, talking. And then, you know, Molly's patiently waiting for Condola to leave so Molly and Issa can get back to, you know, talking their BFF stuff. And Issa's like, no, Condola can stay, whatever. We can all talk together. And Molly's like really not feeling it because she's like, this is interrupting our flow. It's it's funny because a lot of us, maybe we won't admit it because there's shame around admitting you feel 
jealous or you feel threatened by your friend having a new friend there's shame around that it feels silly we don't want to be perceived as juvenile and so we don't admit it but may I just you know plead with us for a second you can't correct what you don't acknowledge it is totally natural despite your emotional maturity your your age or the longevity and history of the friendship that you've had with someone Sometimes it's natural to kind of have an eyebrow raise up a little bit when your friend mentions getting close to someone new. The trick is for us to catch those thoughts, overwrite them with healthy thoughts, and learn how to manage our response to this new blossoming friendship. So I want to share with you, these are four toxic thoughts that we tend to have when we discover that one of our friends is getting close to to somebody new. We tend to think, one, well, what's so great about her? And in order to make ourselves feel good and to feel secure in our position, we find ourselves kind of mentally and some of us verbally, you know, diminishing this new woman. We think, oh my God, she's not even funny. She's not even cool. What do they have in common? And we find ourselves kind of doing this um, erasure to the new woman so that we can feel increasingly secure in our position and our existing friendship. But that is a toxic thought. It is not at all healthy to have to diminish somebody else's light so we can feel secure in our own. A second toxic thought that we tend to have immediately upon learning our bestie is getting close to someone new is, um, I can't believe I'm getting replaced. And we are fearful of how this new friendship is going to uh, take away from what we've built with our friends, that we're going to be substituted. And we'll talk about how to overwrite that particular thought in a moment. The third toxic thought tends to be, this girl is a threat to what we have. The fourth toxic thought is, I will compete with this new friend. Now, most of us would never say that. But sometimes if we hear our friend mention that this new girl is really funny or she's very adventurous, we find ourselves sometimes trying to make sure we're extra funny or extra adventurous because we want to live up to or even exceed the the offerings that this new friend brings, right? To maintain our place, our firm position in the friendship. And then finally, what toxic thought is love for someone new means less love for me. And we can't help but to see our friend's growing affinity for this new woman as they're being less available for us. Instead of realizing that it's okay for there to be a lot of love going around and it doesn't take away from us at all. So those are five toxic thought patterns I tend to see in response to our friend cozying up to somebody new. But here's some thoughts that we can use to override those false beliefs. The first is this. One, you have to remember that your friendship is unique because you are unique and that cannot be duplicated. So if one of your fears is like, gosh, they're really getting close and I'm being pushed out and this woman's just going to completely replace me, it's not possible for your friend to duplicate y'all's friendship because you are unique and because you as an individual are so uh, unique the friendship by extension is unique and that can't be replaced. And I want you to like hold fast to that truth and let it comfort you when you start to think that you're replaceable. You're not, okay? The second thought that you can use to override any toxic responses is to remember that you should be glad that your friend is happy because you are not supposed to be her sole source for joy. 
I think many of us know that intellectually, right? In our minds, we're like, well, of course, I know that I can't be the only person to make her happy. But then when it happens in real life, we're forced to try to reconcile our reality with what we know to be true. So we know like, of course, you know, she's going to have other friends. But when it happens, we can't help but feel like, wait, you you think somebody else is funny? You think somebody else is interesting? What does that mean for me? Okay. But remember, it's a matter of addition, not necessarily subtraction. So I know your mind knows, right? Factually, of course, other people are going to make her happy. So try to just remind yourself of that fact when you're not necessarily feeling it. Remind yourself of that fact that other people can make her happy. And I'm happy no matter what that form of happiness looks like for her. I'm happy. I'm happy for that. Somebody else is making her laugh and and she's having a good time. And I'm happy for that in her life. Okay, Uh, the third thought that we can use that's a healthy response to override some of our more immediate toxic responses is this. My friend making new friends is good and it reminds me that it's healthy to maintain multiple friendships. So I am motivated to do the same. Use it as a reminder for yourself. If you see that your friend's kind of leaning into these these new connections and your thought is like, oh gosh, what does that mean for me? Use that as a reminder. We should have multiple friendships. We should have community around us. And so if you find yourself being a little threatened, I want you to swivel your head from paying attention to her for a second. And I want you to turn around and look backwards for a second. What is your network looking like? If anything, be grateful for this opportunity to remind you, wait a second, wait a second, I should have multiple friendships too. Have you been relying too much on this independent source for your your, uh, social life and for your uh, support and connection and encouragement? Have you been relying too much on a solitary source? Allow this to be a reminder to continue to pour into other connections so that you're not so fixated on the, um, the evolution of this one singular friendship and how her new interests might threaten your own, okay? Because you should have other things going on as well. So find a way to be grateful for this this moment. Like, oh, you know what? I'm glad this is happening. Good for her. Glad my girl's happy. This is reminding me I should be pouring into other connections as well, okay? And then uh, finally, I try to adopt an attitude of curiosity. Who is this girl? What What makes them click so much together? Why do they find so much joy together? What are they bonding over? What does this girl like? You know, depending on the chemistry, the makeup and, and the orchestration of y'all's group and network, you all might be able to hang out together. You know, you want to be mindful of of, of pushing that suggestion if they're kind of, you know, having a, a dynamic because they're bonding over yoga and you hate yoga, then it wouldn't make sense to all go do yoga together. But if they're open to it and the flow, the vibe seems right, perhaps you can all be friends or at the very least do something social all together. So see it again as a matter of addition and not necessarily subtraction. And let me add this too. It's a, it's a tough love truth. But, you know, maybe their friendship is kind of like this dual thing and that's how it really thrives and it's not for you to join because you guys have your own thing and again going back to our last point you've got other connections going on that fill you up as well okay so we we can't continue to pretend those things don't bother us for fear of looking juvenile or looking jealous so we just deny it that's never helped anyone and you can't address or heal the things that you won't even acknowledge and look in the eye okay so let's be honest we've all been there i'm going to tell you this too you know yeah i'm a friendship coach i discuss these things all day i i look into their research and and all this and i still 
recently, a week ago, I'm not going to say too much detail because I think she listens to the podcast and she's going to be like, Danielle, what? But I had a friend, I was kind of in a similar situation and she told me about an outing coming up with this new friend she's mentioned a couple times. And my very first thought was like, oh, she is getting really close to this girl. Hold on a second. Like took, I took pause. I took pause. So it's very natural and it doesn't speak to, you know, your lack of maturity or things like that. It's totally natural. Now, a couple do's and don'ts. Okay, and then I'm going to end today's episode by walking you through three signs that perhaps you should be concerned. Okay, a couple do's and don'ts. One, I can't stress this enough. Do not make her choose. People do not respond well to that in any context or situation. Do not make her choose. Okay, you're going to want to be very mindful of how you speak about her new friend. If anybody likes anything and I come alongside them and try to point out the flaws and deficiencies in that thing, We are thinking that, oh, this will help her see how inadequate the thing is. But in reality, they bond closer with the thing and feel defensive um, over it against you. Okay, so find a way to try to get on board and to not make her choose between you and that friend. Do say things to encourage the friendship, to demonstrate your security and support of her finding this new connection. So say things like, oh, that sounds fun that you guys are going to yoga together. Have a good time or tell me all the details afterwards because I'm considering getting into it too or whatever it is. But show that you are happy for her. Find a way to kind of make your your language uh, one of positivity and support. And I promise you, your emotions will tend to catch up. Another don't is to try to resist making passive aggressive remarks. So we'll say things kind of like, um, oh, here's here's actually a good example. Do you remember this scene? I'm going to play it for you. Let me know if this scene is familiar. This is from, uh, I won't tell you. Just take a listen to this. Did you have an awesome time? Did you drink awesome shooters and listen to awesome music and then just sit around and soak up each other's awesomeness? You know what? Uh huh. Classic scene from Mean Girls. That's when Janice was getting a little jealous and frustrated with Katie making friends with the plastics, right? Because they're not supposed to be actually liking each other, and that feels very threatening to her. And so. Making passive aggressive remarks in hopes that our friend will see how uncomfortable we are with her new friendship and take note and cut it off and come back to us rarely works. Now, there are times when maybe you should be concerned with a new friendship and, and speak up against what's happening. Sign number one, she begins to cancel plans on you last minute, withdraw without notice in favor of the new friendship. Now, this does not necessarily indicate the, f- the new friend is, is bad and that your friend is just being influenced or anything like that. We tend to personalize this and say like, oh, she's choosing her over me. This is just simply a basic respect thing. Okay, if your friend is um, opting to hang out with the other friend, you know, this weekend instead of with you, that's fine. That's she makes her choice. But if it's something where at the last minute she's canceling the plan and it kind of leaves you a little inconvenience and you find yourself constantly at a disadvantage or um, not being able to calculate your time because she's going back and forth and demonstrating, you know, a little bit of unreliability right now, that is something to be addressed. And you can do that directly yet compassionately. Okay. The second thing is if you find out that she's sharing personal information from you all's conversations with the new friend. So if any boundaries in that way are being crossed as she begins to befriend somebody else, that would be something, of course, you would you would kind of see as a red flag. Again, not necessarily against the new friend, but the 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 um, behavior itself demonstrates lack of respect, and that's ultimately what any of us wants in our friendships. And finally, if you see that your friend's behavior is genuinely being negatively 
influenced in a way that concerns you because of the new friend. You know, I hope that this can offer some kind of guidance as you cope with what is a relatively common concern and developing our own little communities is really great. At the end of the day, we're just happy to be a part of her circle. And that's kind of where our feelings should lie. So if you find that you're in this situation and this content today helped you, but you're still kind of grappling and struggling a little bit with Remember, if you want to talk to me personally about your issue and kind of be coached through that and then, of course, receive homework because you always get homework so you can put your aha moments into action, then you can book that anytime at betterfemalefriendships.com. But I will tell you, at the time of this recording, we're only offering those sessions for one more week because we're launching a big new program very soon and I won't be able to sustain one-on-one sessions as we kind of launch this new program. And so, um, so let's get it in. Like, honestly, you've got a week to spend some time with me. I would love to work one-on-one with you. If you've been putting it off, now is the time. I just want you to remember this. I am here for you always rooting for you on your ongoing journey toward better female friendships. (music) 